Hello, and welcome to Karen's Medical Corner. I'm Karen O'Day. I'm a certified family nurse practitioner and a certified nurse midwife, owner of Evercare Family Practice in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I appreciate you joining me today for our third podcast, which is going to be discussing upper respiratory infections, including common colds, pharyngitis, bronchitis, sinusitis, and home remedies to help you improve with your symptoms and recover more quickly. Now, obviously, none of this is FDA approved because the FDA approves medications that are used to treat viral infections as well as bacterial infections. But these are just remedies that can help you possibly feel better faster. There's no guarantee, but these should not cause you any problems or hurt you and may make you feel better. Obviously, if you have any allergies to the foods that we're going to discuss or any sensitivities or you are allergic to any of the medications or herbal remedies that we're going to discuss, please do not take those. Other things that you have to be careful with when using this handout is if you are a diabetic. I made this handout approximately 20 years ago and have been using it since that time, primarily for my pregnant patients. And the reason I chose to make it in accordance with what I would do with pregnancy is because if a pregnant woman can use the handout, any adult can use the handout. Now again, this is for adults only. This is not for anyone under the age of 18. So in uh, answering any questions that may come across, again, this is only for adult men and women over the age of 18. And use, again, just common sense on things that you are sensitive to or allergic to or health conditions and please don't use any of these remedies if it's something that is going to give you an adverse event due to any of those conditions. So what do we do when we're sick with an upper respiratory infection? Again, that includes common colds, pharyngitis, bronchitis, sinusitis, and now even COVID. So we have a lot of medications for bacterial infections. We have antibiotics. For certain viral infections such as COVID, we have antivirals. And in taking those, we do get better but a lot of times we'll have lingering symptoms. And that's what patients call me and ask me about almost every single day, especially during this time of year, cold and flu season. So I wanted to share some information and we're gonna be posting the handout on our website, www.evercare.com. If you forget anything that was said and you wanna have the handout uh, for future reference. So usually the first thing I'll tell people if they call and they're still having, you know, a cough and they're having increase in, in sinus congestion, sore throat, uh, any of the upper respiratory symptoms, and they're being treated appropriately if indicated with antibiotics or antivirals, I'll tell them, you know, eat simply. When you have an upper respiratory infection, eating simply is very important. It allows the body to use its energy for healing instead of using its energy to digest any rich or heavy foods. So eating simply means eating foods like chicken broth or a vegetable broth or having some lightly cooked vegetables and soft grains. Those are all very easy for our system to digest. Also eating foods that are rich in vitamin C. So some of those foods would include cauliflower, cabbage, oranges, spinach, green chili, and the like. And if you want a, uh, a longer list, there's a list of foods uh, that are high in vitamin C that you can get off of um, the internet. Also eating garlic can be very beneficial. A clove of garlic a day, or if you don't like to eat garlic, you can always take a garlic capsule 
and that would usually be uh, one capsule three times a day. Other things that help, especially with coating the throat, uh, and that works really well for soothing any type of sore throat or irritation, is honey from a local vendor. And that would be one teaspoon three times a day. And the reason you want to do honey from a local vendor is that the bees are actually getting the pollen from plants that we're exposed to every day. And so the local honey just seems to work better for most people. Um, I find that miso soup is really helpful for upper respiratory infections because miso is fermented. It's a fermented paste and it really makes a nice flavorful soup stock. So it's, it helps with not only aiding and clearing the sinuses due to the warmth of the soup, but it also improves digestion because it strengthens the intestinal flora that we need and that's sometimes limited when we are sick. So it's really easy to make a miso soup. You basically take a cup of sliced onions, carrots, and cabbage, and you put it in two cups of water, and then you want to boil it for about 15 minutes or until those vegetables are nice and soft. Then you add in about one to two teaspoons of the miso to the soup, and then you cover it and let it set for about five minutes. That way it can cool off, but it's still warm and everything has a chance to become flavorful. Some people will actually cook it slowly and double or triple the recipe, and you can put it in the refrigerator and heat it up as desired. Other things um, that you can do, especially if you have congestion and or chills, is hot ginger lemonade. It works really well to open up the sinus passages. Ginger works amazing, not only for congestion, but also for nausea. And sometimes people will have a lot of drainage down their throat and become nauseated. So the way you would make this if you wanted to make it at home is you grate a two inch piece of ginger root that you can buy at your local store. And then you add uh, two cups of boiling water to the ginger root. You wanna simmer it and cover it when you simmer it uh, and let it simmer for about five minutes. Then when you take it off the heat and it stopped boiling and it's cooling down, add about two tablespoons of lemon juice, add a tablespoon of honey, and then add a pinch of, a pinch of cayenne pepper. And you can either serve it cold, but one thing that helps is if you let it cool so that it's still warm, it'll help with the heat to open up the sinus passages and also relieve some of those other symptoms, especially uh, irritated throat, nausea, nausea, and that type of thing. Um, I usually will recommend avoiding dairy products if you're having a lot of mucus. And it's not necessarily because milk products cause you to have increase in mucus because there's really no research that indicates that. But sometimes when you're congested and the mucous membranes are swollen, when you drink that milk, it adheres to those membranes and it'll make you feel like you're more mucousy and a lot of people don't like that feeling. Uh, some other remedies that are not necessarily related at all to the dietary part of this are that you can um, help eliminate the infection by letting your body rest and do its job. So anytime you have an upper respiratory infection, you wanna let your body dedicate all of its energy to eliminating the infection and rejuvenating itself. And so doing that with proper nourishment is good, but also doing that with rest when your body says it's tired, listen to it. Sometimes just sleeping during the day, sleeping at night is what your system needs. Also using a humidifier in your house. And I usually recommend if you're gonna run a humidifier all the time, 
uh, when you're sick to do a cool mist humidifier because sometimes having that constant increase in heated, heated humidity can actually have a rebound effect on congestion. Uh, and so the steam therapy is excellent for clearing your sinuses. So you would want to use distilled water, not tap water. Otherwise, you'll get a buildup of calcium deposits and that can affect the uh, equipment's uh, life. Sometimes the humidifiers will actually have little cups in them where you can infuse an essence. And eucalyptus or lavender or peppermint are really good to help clear uh, the nasal passages and help clear the sinuses. Um, also for warm steam, which is also recommended, but not all the time, you would do warm steam anywhere from three to four times a day for about five to ten minutes would be an easy way is to take either a tea kettle or a pot of water, uh, put it on the stove, bring it to a boil so that it's really steamy, and then stand close enough to inhale the steam for about 10 minutes. But just be careful you don't get so close that you get burned. Um, other things you can do to really help with swelling in the nasal passages, also to help clear viruses and bacteria out of the nasal passages is ocean nasal spray. So the way you use a nasal spray, a lot of people will tip their head back. You actually want to lean forward when you're using a nasal spray. And for ocean nasal spray, you would do two sprays in each nostril, and you could do that anywhere to five to seven times a day. I usually tell people lean forward, stand over the sink, spritz in two spritzes, and just let it run out because you're really just doing a light rinse. Some people use a neti pot, but when you're actively in the throes of an infection, sometimes you don't want to push that bacteria or the virus further up in there. So the nasal spray is a nice way to lean forward and just have it kind of drip out as you're putting it in. Um, also, you may want to increase your fluid intake, specifically water. Or you can drink other fluids as long as they're not caffeinated because caffeine tends to dehydrate you. And when you're sick, you want to make sure that you're not becoming dehydrated. So anywhere from a half a gallon to a gallon of water a day of water, you could do some juice. But again, if you're diabetic or you have issues with your blood sugar, juice is not great for you. Uh, or you could do a non-caffeinated tea. And just drinking that increase in fluid really helps to flush the toxins out of your system. And then again, like I touched on briefly, uh, daytime resting or sleeping. It's really important. And, you know, you want to have several good nights of sleep. And if you're not sleeping at night because you're congested, make sure that you're taking several naps during the day. Let your body heal. Let it recuperate. And a lot of times when people are sick, they'll call me and they've been up all night. And I say, you know what, just rest during the day as much as you can. Sleeping also with the head of your bed elevated is also a really good approach to helping your sinuses drain and to also help keep uh, your head from developing pressure if you lay it down below the level of your heart. Um, you can also, if you want to take a medication, one medication that's safe for, I don't know anyone that this is not safe for, would be to take guafenicin or plain mucinex. So mucinex is the brand name for guafenicin. As long as it doesn't have anything else in it, but it's just got the one product, the one ingredient of guafenicin, adults can take up to 1,200 milligrams and take one of those tablets twice a day with a full 8-ounce glass of water, and that will help to liquefy secretions and facilitate drainage. Because mucinex, or otherwise known as guafenicin, is an expectorant. So it's not drying up any of the secretions that you have. It's actually liquefying them to help them get out of your system. 
and guafenacin is not known to interact with any other medications. I was actually at a um, pharmacology convention that I used to go to every year for almost 15 years in a row until he retired, and it was awesome. It was five grueling days of every class of medication, and his opening statement would be, there are no safe medications but one, and it was guafenacin, and that the only way that that medication could hurt you is that if a truckload of it fell on top of you. And I always enjoyed him saying that, even though I heard it for 15 years in a row, because it's true. It's the one of the only medications that you can take that doesn't interact with any other medications. Other medications that you can use can have other interactions. So anything over the counter has potential side effects. Sometimes mucinex may cause people to be a little drowsy, but as long as it's just plain mucinex, it should not do that. It should also not have a negative effect on the prostate for any men. So those are some dietary and other remedies. The other thing that I really like for uh, colds and congestion is eucalyptus essence to rub on the chest or to rub just right above the upper lip. You don't ever want to put anything that's oil-based into the nose because that could go back further into the throat and into the lungs and that would not be good. That would, that would be a disaster. But if you rub it on your chest, it helps to open you up. And there are other remedies that you can use as well, but all of these are safe for individuals 18 years and older. Again, you know, this is in the event that they don't have any other underlying conditions. If you have any questions, you know, please feel free to email me at um, evercarefamilypractice at gmail.com. You can call our office at 505-780-8301. You can also comment on our podcast uh, as well as on YouTube. Uh, this also goes to Twitter as well as Instagram and Facebook. So any of those sites would be um, an appropriate way to contact us regarding any questions. Um, we're going to be doing our next podcast uh shortly and that's going to be on social isolation and uh, the development of increase in anxiety and depression and on how it affects our happiness and well-being. And uh, I appreciate everyone joining me, especially a nice shout out to Kathy V. Thank you for your support. I really appreciate you. I miss you and it's so good um, to hear from you and I'm so glad that you joined our podcast and I appreciate you so much and I appreciate everyone who is listening and is taking time out of their day to hear our podcast and I wish you health and happiness and that you have a life of prosperity and doing what you choose to do and just being happy with who you are. Thank you again and uh, I appreciate your time.